0: Welcome to the Alien Beer Podcast. My name is Chrissy Garrison. I'm an independent science fiction and fantasy author, and I will be reading my stories to you. This story came to me in September 2010, and though I've never managed to publish it before now, it became the seed for the first of the tipsy fairy tales, Blue Spirit. Having written the Road Ghost trilogy, I decided I needed a new direction since I felt Brett's story had been told well enough. I wasn't quite ready to leave that universe, however, so I thought about minor characters I wanted to explore more. Sky came to mind immediately. She was funny, she had deep issues, and she'd been touched by the supernatural. But rather than stick to ghosts and ghouls and demons, I wanted something different. The following dark fairy tale, still fresh in my mind, I decided that Sky would see into that fairy world. See the end of Chapter 1 of Blue Spirit, to fit this story in, and guess what its characters' names might be. Hunted. It cyberstalking if someone posts her location, is it? I stared across the busy cafe at the hot, sweet, young, college-aged girl. She had tender, pale skin and dyed black hair cut short. Her half-lidded eyes flicked back and forth as she poked at the screen of her cell phone. Biting her cherry-stained lower lip, she concentrated. The dark eyeliner around her eyes failed to make her look older, but suggested a lonely soul to me. Maybe she wanted company. Perhaps I could save her from some deep melancholy. She burst into laughter, startling me, and I looked away to keep from being caught staring. When I dared a glance, her eyes beheld only the electronic world in the palm of her hand. I felt more drawn to her watching those lips curve into a wicked smirk as she typed a reply. I'd found her because she'd tagged her location, as I had, as being in the cafe. She even called herself Queen Howell, an adorable pseudonym. I smiled. I wondered if she'd noticed my tag, too. Too shy to cross the room to say hello, I contented myself with learning all about her through my own smartphone. I read her status updates on a few social networks, all out in the public for anyone to see. She loved all things canine, it seemed. Dogs and wolves adorned her profiles. One photo revealed a howling coyote tattooed on her left breast. I dared another long look at her to see if I could see it. Yep, I saw the animal's head peeking out from under the neckline of her snug, deeply scooped necked crimson top, and now seemed to me like the beast was supplicating the delicious angsty queen. I envied the image so close to her, one with her skin, so intimately connected to her. And then she looked up, eyes locking with mine. Caught. Her eyes were dark, so dark as to seem to be almost all pupil. She captured me with those intense, deep eyes, and I found I could not look away, despite the hot blush coming on. Her eyes narrowed, her lip curled in annoyance. I attempted a smile, but only managed a grimace. She transfixed me for a long moment, and I felt ice in the pit of my stomach. Queen Howell snorted in haughty twenty-something derision, standing up in an abrupt motion. Her chair pushed backwards with a grating rasp. She jammed her cell phone into the back pocket of her black skinny jeans, and then finally broke eye contact with me as she turned to leave. I let out a gust of breath that I didn't realize I'd been holding all the while she'd been looking at me. I stood up, too, as I watched her stalk toward the door. I wanted to talk to her. I wanted to apologize for staring. Maybe she'd let me make up for it by buying her another coffee? The sway of her tight little bottom dared me to follow, despite her warning glare. Before I could say a word or take a step, she slipped out the door. I pocketed my phone and hurried after her, tripping over my own chair in my haste to catch her. I pushed my way out the door, and found myself in a moonlit forest on a trail. I whirled to look for the door, but I only saw more forest everywhere. It hadn't been night when I entered the downtown cafe, either. I wasn't dressed warmly enough for the damp chill of the sudden night. It all felt wrong, very wrong. I heard a wolf howl in the distance, another closer, and another louder, then all three in unison. Instinct took over. I ran headlong down the deer trail, branches pulling at my clothes, scratching my arms and face. The wolf howls drew closer now, and I could hear something big crashing through the trees behind me. I couldn't remain on this trail. It made pursuit too easy. The woods staggered past as my sneakers tangled in the underbrush. I heard the snarls and growls at my back. The light was fading. I dodged tree trunks and tripped over rocks, bloodying my hands and elbows, tearing my jeans. At one point I lost my glasses, but the bang came closer and closer. I didn't dare to pause to pick them up. I had to keep moving, though the cold, damp air ripped my lungs to shreds as I gasped for breath. I reached a clearing, only to find a dark form waiting for me, a silhouette in the twilight. I stopped in my tracks and looked for escape. The wolves leaped upon me, and I was borne to the ground. The beasts tore my shirt part, and I could feel hot blood running as their sharp teeth raked my skin. A vice clamped onto my left foot, making my bones grind together as it wrenched savagely from side to side. I screamed as pain seared through my body and paralyzed my mind. I froze in terror like the prey that I was. I had no escape to make. Wolves were ripping at me, and I knew I was dying. The dark form loomed over me and whistled, loud and shrill. The wolves jumped back in surprise, growling and snarling. The figure growled in reply and threw its head back and howled, a tortured, guttural sound. The wolves whined, backing away slowly. I came to myself again, knowing this might be my only chance for escape. I couldn't feel one leg, and my arm throbbed, hot and drenched with my own blood. Still, I scrambled away from the stranger. At least I tried to, but I couldn't help crying out in pain and fear. Then the moonlight caught her face. I recognized Queen Howell, now seeming much taller and formidable as she looked down at me. She spoke. "'Too easy. You think yourself a hunter, but you're so easily baited. "'Hunting me?' she laughed, a deep, rich laugh for such a seemingly young girl. Only she was more than just a girl now— She was a terrifying woman, radiating the confidence and power of the queen of her affected online persona. Now you're my prey, though you haven't been all that much fun to play with. I couldn't scramble any farther. I'd lost too much blood. My vision began to dim. I... I'm sorry. You're just so... beautiful. I gasped out the flattering words, hoping for mercy. She smiled and leaned down close over me, her lips brushing mine. The slight contact made the pain recede, and my world narrowed down to her face, silhouetted as it was by the moon. Hmm, you could still be of use to me. I could use another hunter, though you'd need training. Your life should be ended, but I claim it for myself. You shall live, but as mine. Her cool little hand caressed my cheek, and I felt a change deep within me. The image of the coyote tattoo leapt into my mind. I felt something happening to me as she stood up, gazing down at me. I felt my bones shift and rearrange in white-hot agony. My skin itched and crawled as I grew thick hair all over. In shock, I watched my nose and mouth stretch forward to merge into a muzzle. I could hear a thousand more noises, could smell an entire world I hadn't guessed existed until now. At a gesture from my queen, I stood only on all fours now, my hands and feet now paws with great claws, digging into the forest floor. I had to arch my back and neck to look up at her. She smiled. I shivered. Good, my pet. After your training, I'll return you to your world as you were, but the pull of the full moon will bring you at my call to run in my pack to hunt and rend and howl. I wagged my tail in enthusiasm, nuzzling up against her leg affectionately. She howled. The other wolves howled. I howled with them. It felt good. Thank you for listening to the Alien Beer Podcast. If you like my stories, please visit my website, sillyhatbooks.com. I publish as e Chris Garrison, and my books may be found in paperback, ebook, and audiobook format on Amazon.com and other places. The theme music for Alien Beer podcast is Phantom from Space by Kevin McLeod. I very much enjoy feedback on this podcast and on my stories, so please leave comments on my website, visit me at ecgarrison on Twitter, echrisgarrison on Facebook, or drop me an email at ecg at sillyhatbooks.com. What if a storytelling podcast could be an interactive experience? Hi, I'm Mariah Powell, amateur author and creator of Hobbies Include Writing, and I'm openly inviting your opinions on stories I haven't finished writing yet. Launching with my original audio novel, Blood That Binds, visit hobbiesinclude-writing.weebly.com for more about the show and look for it on a podcasting platform near you.